All right. Hello. Welcome back to Drinks First. Today, I have a really amazing guest. She is an activist and an inspiration, to be quite frank. The work that she's doing is incredible. So I'm really excited for all of you guys to meet and listen to Kiara Williams. Uh, Kiwi, can you give us some background about who you are? Where are you from? Or like, what are you doing now? How old are you? Yeah, so I'm from Queens, New York. And, well, I'm, I was actually born in the Bronx, but I grew up in Queens. And I lived there for 10 years, so I'm from Queens. Um, and I'm 21. Yay, legal. Um, and right now, wait, I'm sorry, because I thought... I blocked this person, so I don't know how they're texting me. I'm so sorry. We're going to flip that. <laughs> I don't know why that just we can, my phone. We can, we can yeah. talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. Um. And so right now, I well, I'm an activist, Um. but that's not the only thing I am limiting myself to. I am hopefully wanting to be signed by the end of this year. Not to an agency, maybe like a manager that's really like aligning with my my values and like my goals. Um, and I'm also a writer nowadays because I just wrote some pieces for Cosmopolitan. So that's me. Yeah, I read them. You're an incredible writer. You're an amazing speaker. Also, uh, if any of you were in New York um, at all in the past year or so, unfortunately, year. Um, Kiwi's involved with Warriors in the Garden and does a lot of activism work around Black Lives Matter and all of those things, which are, unfortunately, we're still protesting for, but you might recognize her from being at the forefront uh, of a lot of those movements and protests and things you might be attending, which is incredible at the age of 21, being able to do all of that. So, Kiwi, do you are you in school right now, or are you just doing this full time? Like, what's up with you? I have to go back to school because I wanted to start like a mental health resource project as well for BIPOC communities. But right now, I can't even juggle school because I just became the president of my organization, and there's mm. just so much work that I need to do before I go back to college. But I do need to finish school, um, and I was majoring in psychology before all of this happened, and um, yeah, but school's like in the back. It's like back of my radar right now. Yep. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about how Warriors in the Garden came about? Yep, so last year, um, in light of George Floyd being murdered, we all individually were outside. We didn't know each other. Um and then we just led 20,000 people through New York City that day and decided that we should come together. And before we knew it, like, we were inspiring people all across America and even the world, like, from Germany, Poland. And it was just so beautiful to see that we had that reach. And we just kept going and going and going. And now we have, like, one of the largest platforms in New York City, activist-wise. Yeah, I mean, if you're in New York and you're involved with any of that, if you don't know who Warriors in the Garden is, you are living under a rock. But you've been given this opportunity and this, like, this thing that a lot of people could even 
couldn't even imagine dealing with at the age of 21 and yeah you're doing it like I felt like because since I'm trying to do a mental health thing I don't want anyone to try and validate and validate me and be like well how can you you know like you don't have credentials in this so Mm. me going like me finishing school is not for like oh my god I need to do it it's just for like for my resource project to go further and never being validated by anyone who's like you don't even have it like shut up yes I do and then I can continue to keep doing so that's kind of what my degree is for me I don't honestly I don't even think I need a degree anymore if we're going to be honest like if I didn't want to do my mental health thing I really degree college no but since I'm trying to do something that's so like degree and like school and study heavy I need like those credentials to never be invalidated yeah and what's the mental health thing for for our listeners so it's basically a resource project I started it out for activists first and then I realized like actually the bi POC community needs help like mental health um so I was just gonna make a huge like a mental health mental health database for like uh like I guess you could say like with people with accounts in a way can just log on and just choose from a range of mental health professionals based on their specialties and like what they would like to do and like um their age too and maybe like a sentence or two about them and they can interview those therapists they can talk to them first before booking any like session with them and they can book them for free and like we would be paying the therapist for their time um and predominantly Mm -hmm. by BIPOC therapists as well would be on that website for people of color to have access to um so it takes a lot of funding and time and like planning and I've really just been trying to figure out like the grant stuff but that's kind of what it is it's just going to be like a huge database where like only BIPOC can use it. Clearly you're doing all of it and more. How do you have time to date? (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, it's like, I've been trying to make time for like normal things, even though I know like my life's not going to go back to normal. Um, It really depends on the person and if they can understand that what I'm doing, not saying, like, understand I won't ever, like, give them time or whatever, like, spend time with them, but understand that there's days where I don't even want to talk. Like, there's days when, like, I just want to just, I just want company. Or, like, there's days when I will go the whole day without talking because I'm so busy. So it's just, it's so hard to find people like that because I feel like everyone I've met so far has been very, like, hands-on and, like, attention needy and, like, I like attention too, but there's priorities here and like dating isn't my top priority right now with everything going on in my life, but it is something mm-hmm. that I would like to do still. So it, it it's it's maybe like number four on my priority list. I I feel like if somebody was like dating is my number one priority right now, I'd be like, girl, hold up. <laughs> like, actually, you need to look within. <laughs> you kind of understand right now, like you're figuring out what you want. Were you, like, what What did your past relationships look like? Have you been in any past relationships? Sadly, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Before the movement, I was in, like, a really horrible relationship. 
and it went really bad and I left him thank god I liberated myself from that um and then I didn't I wasn't with anyone from like January last year until like August last year and I started seeing this person in August till like October and we were like with each other every day and like it was it was going good and he understood what I was doing and I understood like we still had that space that I was like looking for um but then he lied to me and I told him like that's the one thing that will make me stop like I hate dishonesty because I'm not dishonest myself I I am very truthful and I just feel like lying is a waste of time and it, it just doesn't like it's not a good foundation for a relationship any romantic um platonic or like a friendship like any relationship lying is not healthy and so I stated that just so he was aware because I liked him and he lied so I had to like cut him and then since then I've just been like you know, there's no second chances with me at Literally. this point. It's like one and it's like, <laughs> it's like what one was and he lying again. about? Like, what did you? What oh. were, like, what lie did you catch him in? Okay, so it was like. <laughs> okay, so it was like. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, it was like in. Like, in the beginning of October, we had a talk, and I told him, like, if we started seeing other people, like, to be honest with each other, because we weren't exclusive, and, like, I wasn't, like, you're mine, because I'm, like, I knew, I knew what I was doing, so I, I ended up finding, like, a piece of hair in his bed that wasn't mine, and it wasn't, yeah, and it wasn't his. And it was, like, blonde and white. And I was, like, and it was, like, long. It was, like, white hair. I was, like, okay. I was, like, this is ugly. And so I didn't tell him. I was just, like, I really just, like, was, like, all right, I'm going to go home. And it was morning. Like, we just woke up. And normally I stay for breakfast. Like, he makes breakfast, blah, blah, blah. And I was just, like, got to go. And so then I told him the next day. And he was just, like, I was, like, um, have you been seeing other people? And he goes, well, I mean, it's obvious. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, gaslighter, what? I was like, I'm. I was like, sorry. And actually, it was the night before I asked him in person. I when we were sleeping together before we went to sleep, I asked if he had sex with anyone else, and he said no. So then in the morning, I wake up and I find the hair, and then I ask him, and he's like, well, I mean, it's obvious. And I'm like, well, it kind of isn't because when I first asked you, he said no. Um. And so I just, I had to, like, cut him off. And I was like, oh. Well, did you ever confirm, like, was he actually? Well, I feel like when he said it's obvious, like, that gave me everything I needed to know. Like, he was. And, like, I wasn't upset that he was. That's the thing. I think that's You're upset that he lied. That he lied. Because, like, I get it. We are both young. I'm not saying, like, let's settle down right now. Like, you're the only one. Because I, maybe there's someone else out there for me. This is the thing with men. Like, they get so fucking scared. And it's for, like, it's not like any woman necessarily is, like, pining and begging them for a relationship. Never. Like, never did. It's like, you could have never brought it up in your entire life. You just have, should have enough dignity to know what the other person's doing. 
So you're gonna be and on the same I, page. And that's what I told him. I was like, because also like you know, we're having sex. Like, if you're gonna have sex with other people, like I need to know if you're doing it protected. I need it's to like know a health if you're thing. Oral. Like, I don't want my health in jeopardy because you wanna go be a whore. Like, go do that. But not with me, like Unless you're and if being, you are gonna do that, just be open and honest. And honest. And yeah, that was that's all I asked that man. But he thought what happened is he thought I couldn't handle it, and I was like, "You're messing with the wrong one." Like, hey, I never said I wanted to be your girlfriend or anything. Like, oh, I don't know. Like, it was it was just really nice because I haven't felt like that in a long time, and. Minus the lying, he was a good person and like he did take care of me and like it was like it was it was a nice friendship. Um and I'm sure it was like support in a time of your life where you were doing where so I, like, much. That. Yeah. But uh, that's the thing, and that that's that's like really the meat of it all. It's like he probably understood the kind of support that he was giving you, yet he couldn't be fully honest with you about what he was doing. I will never understand this. Like, men, if you are listening, please slide into my DMs and let me know why you think that every woman wants to be in a relationship with you. Women can want casual things as well. Especially in the time frame that I have. Like, to think I have time. Like, I'm not going to play myself. I know I cannot invest, invest in someone right now, but, it, like, it doesn't hurt to have someone around and, like, you know, to have that relationship and, like, that and when I say relationship, I don't mean, like, relationship. I mean, like, the the understanding and, like, all of that stuff until, like, we both are ready or whatever like that. I just don't – I don't want to – I don't want to tell someone a lie that I can give them all of me when, like, half of me right now is on the front lines and another half of me is, like, trying to make the world a better place. Like, I just know I can't give myself – fully to someone right now but, but that this is the, is goal. the thing like you said like oh I'm not even talking about our relationship I think a lot of us shy away from the word relationship because it scares other people like a relationship is just something that happens between two people it can be platonic it can be friendship it can be romantic but like you can still call something a relationship without scaring away like, whoever. I think there's so much stigma around the words, like, relationship, dating, like, things like that. Like, if you're dating somebody, that doesn't necessarily mean that person's your boyfriend. You're, yeah, your exactly. Exactly. Like, I, I hate, I hate when people are like, oh, but did they ask you to be your, okay. Um, no, but there's difference between, like, the etiquette and, like, how you move, like, I'm not expecting anyone to ask me if I'm, like, sleeping over at your house every day. We're having, like, sex every day. Like, we're taking, like, we're going on dates, every, like, every other day. You know, like, I'm talking to your parents. You're talking to mine. You know, it's like that's, you, I don't need anyone to be like, hey, do you want to start working towards something? Like, that's already, I don't know if I'm mental. Maybe I'm not. But to me, that's already, like, you're already on your way. No, you're already like, working towards that. something. You know, like I think people are really afraid of labels. That's just what it is. Like, 
we're in a society where people constantly, constantly want to label people or it's like, okay, well, are you straight? Are you gay? Are you bi? And, but then it's like, when it comes to your own relationships, you're like, I don't want to put anything on this. It's casual. It's, it's, it's nothing. We're just seeing each other. Like, it's so crazy. It's like people it's so weird. want to compartmentalize other people, but when it comes to themselves and it comes to their own relationships, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, they're like the, the Mr. Krabs meme. Yeah, literally like, like the... The panic. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like when a label is unnecessary, you know. Like, and to hide behind a, oh, well, I didn't, I never, I never asked you that, or I never said I wanted that. It's like, so then why'd you act like that? Like, why did you talk to my mom? Why did I talk to your parents? Like, why did I just meet your four brothers and your three sisters? Like, you know, it's just, you don't do that for someone you don't want to build with. I don't know. That's just how I think. I'm not, you're not talking to my family if I don't want to build with you. Are you kidding me? Or if I don't want you in yeah. my like life long term, because that's just that's traumatizing for my family members too. Like me bringing a new guy every three seconds. Like what's the, they're gonna be like, Kiara, like stop, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> like I will never bring anyone home to my parents unless I feel like it's actually gonna be something serious. And I like I don't understand my friends who have relationships with their parents where they can just like I don't I don't know about your relationship with your parents, but like I can't. I maybe I can I don't know my mom listens to this sorry mom but like I can't like I feel like I can't call her and be like yeah so like this guy I'm casually seeing like blah 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 I would never do that like I would only bring somebody that I'm actually really interested in seeing a future with to my family yeah like recently I'm actually nervous because I think the guy that I'm <laughs> like, should I sit on here? The guy that I'm seeing now may listen to this, like when it's posted. But um, he, like, I was, I was hanging out with him one time. We were waiting for our food outside, and my mom Facetimed me, and I'm talking, like, talking to my mom, whatever. And he, like, leans his head over to the camera, and just like, just, hi, I'm, and I'm like, my mom doesn't know about you, like. I didn't, I didn't, you know, like, I didn't know we were doing that. Yeah. Um, and I think he did it out of, like, a friendly thing, but it was just, like, overstepping boundaries. Um, and I feel like that's another thing that's so difficult to place. Boundaries, like, whether it's friendship, relationship, whatever, it's, like, it's so uncomfortable to place because it's things that you think people should already know, but don't. And it's, like, should I even continue with you? The fact that you didn't know something so simple. No. The thing is, like, for some people, they can't even recognize boundaries unless they've been in a situation where they've had to actually look at them. Like, you said earlier that you were, like, in a toxic relationship before. Like, what? Like, what did you really learn from that? Um, I learned. I was literally just telling my friend this earlier. I literally learned what love isn't because um, that whole time I thought that's what love was. And then I have to take a step back and look at for my at myself and look at the situation and say love should not be this painful. I learned. I learned when a person is not fully healed themselves or like not even working on healing, 
a relationship will go nowhere. Um, I learned that you can't be someone's parent in a relationship. That's never, I'm not, I don't have kids for a reason. Um, I'm not going to build you up. Like we can help each other grow, but we also need to be growing separately. Like I've learned um, just how to respect myself a lot more too. And just know what Mm -hmm. I'm, and just understanding as well that when it comes to relationships and like love or whatever, love or whatever, (laughs) um, when it comes to relationships and love, (laughs) that sacrifice has to be made. Like sacrifices have to be made, but you have to be willing to understand what's really worth sacrificing. Like is, is your peace worth sacrificing to stay with this man who is like horrible? No, absolutely not. So. Yeah, I well, that's a shit ton of stuff that you learned. The fact that you could already like <laughs> rattle that you had it ready. You were like A B C. Like this is everything I've been introspective about. Trauma. Like, the fuck did he do to you? <laughs> Literally. It was so bad. It was so bad. I can't believe it. Like, oof. Like, like for. Are like for people who are listening who want to like know kind of those red flags that you were like, like if you want to share, like I'll give them right now. One, <laughs> if he's texting other girls and just telling you that like it's okay to do that and they're fully flirting, um, but they're saying they're like he's saying they're friends, he's lying. Do not believe him and do not let him gaslight and manipulate you into thinking it's anything other than, like, it's it's more than friendship. Um, also, do not believe when they apologize and cry in front of you, because that is another manipulative and gaslighty um, trait. Because they will cry and say sorry many times, but will turn around and do it again. Um, and really just being aware of when things start going downhill, like when things keep piling on one after the other, it's negative, negative, negative. Once it gets too, too negative, it can never be positive. Like the positive, like the, the negatives will always outweigh the positive. Like it will never be, oh, well, yeah, he cheated on me five times last month, but look at us in Aruba now. You know, like, it'll never be like that. Um, also, love yourself enough to, like, not care about the physical and the monetary things because that's how a lot of people um, take advantage of you. And do not spend your paycheck on men. Dude. You know? I mean, the fact that you can recognize these things already and be like, all right, X, Y, and Z, ABC, like one, two, three, as shitty as it is, any toxic relationship you have usually tells you a lot about what you need going forward. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, I hate him. Well, no, I don't hate him. I've, I've like, I've grown out of the hatred that I felt for him, but like, I disliked him for some time. And then I realized I did grow like through out of all the pain I did grow and I now I know what to look out for. And I hope that's all that happens in toxic relationships because I can't deal with anything else. Like, But I've been able to, like, dead relationships. And that's why lying is so important to me because I've been lied to many, many times. That it's like, I'd rather you just be honest with me so I know what to expect. 
and like mm-hmm. honestly it's just the best it's just the best thing to have in a relationship have you had time where you haven't like been in a relationship like have you had fun <laughs> no yeah I've had fun from October until like literally recently it was like what February like I wasn't really being exclusive um solely because that guy the last guy hurt my feelings so bad I was like uh I was like, damn, pain times two, because I was still healing from the first person. Um, <laughs> so I just was like rocking out, vibing out, having fun, meeting people. Um, but now, the like this person that I'm seeing, um, I'm just taking my time as well, and I'm not, I'm not like, it's just gonna tie myself down to this one person because I'm not ready to do that, and I know like. I can kind of already not feel the hardships, but like there's some things that I haven't liked so far that I already know like this one's not going to last too long for me. I was just having this conversation with a friend. I was like, you can be, you can meet somebody and have an absolute spark with them and have it be so great and so fun, but it's okay if that lasts like a day or a week. Like you need to understand that relationships can exist in different capacities and that you can be with somebody and get along with them for, you know, however amount of time it might be. Not every single person is going to be your end-all be-all. Right. And that's okay. Because if everybody was the greatest person you've ever met, there's just no, there's no room. Exactly. So I, I, I'm such a proponent for people to, like, have time being single and understand what it's like to be one, alone with yourself, but two, because, like, like you said before, you got to love yourself before you're out doing anything, mm-hmm. but two, beyond just being alone, like, you should have fun. You should have the experiences that are, like, short and sweet, the ones that are, like, kind of mid-length and you don't really know what they are, and then, like, the shit that's long-term as well, like, because what's, Especially like, if you're at not, young like, ages, too. Mm-hmm. Like, we're too young. Like, that's why I'm never mad. Like, you want to go meet new people? Go do your thing. I'm never mad. Just be honest. And it's like, I get it. Like, I'm 21. I'm, <laughs> I don't want to yeah. be married yet. Like, <laughs> nobody's asking you to be in a relationship. Like, <laughs> never please. ask that. Never. Sir, please. Like, people need to understand that it's like possible to be in something casual. And that women don't always want something so serious. Yeah. I feel like they they really truly think we can't handle it and that we're going to be the first ones to break. But in reality, it's been in my experience that men men have always been the first ones to break. Mm -hmm. They're always the ones to crumble first. And it's like, hey, just be honest with yourself, guys. Like, it's okay to like girls more than they like you. Like, it's okay to have that possibility of you getting hurt. Like, it's okay, like, it's okay to accept these things, but don't sit here and project it on other people um, that you think can't handle it, because there are people out here that can handle it just fine and probably a lot better than you can. So, yeah. So, how have you been meeting these guys? So, the first one, first one was in college. I was a fucking nightmare. And the second, and... The second one that like lied to me was on Tinder actually, but get this, he he Instagram DM'd me, like I didn't see him on my Tinder, and then 
mm-hmm. I just answered his DM because I saw he was cute. And then we had sex. And he asks me, he goes like this, he goes, oh, wait, how did we meet again? Like, um, on Tinder, right? And I was like, no, you, I was like, no, you DM'd me. And he was like, no, I first saw you on Tinder. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, you could have said that <laughs> somewhere through the night, but, like, didn't. I felt like he was, like, waiting for me to maybe lie about it. Um, but I'm Yeah, lie. because like, clearly. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I do have a Tinder, but we met on Instagram. Um, and then the second one, literally the same thing happened. He DM'd me on Instagram, but, like, I didn't like his profile. Because, you know, guys suck at taking pictures. And then mm-hmm. I'm on Hinge, and, like, I'm scrolling on Hinge. I was like, oh, my God, this guy's cute. And then I like him. And then I go to his Instagram, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is literally the same guy who has the horrible Instagram. But, like, these pictures are cute, so he's cute. So I was like, okay. So he um, was sitting in your DMs until you saw him on Hinge, and you were like. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yep, that is what happened. Look. What it comes, men like, I think every woman ever has said like, oh, he looks better in person, you know? <laughs> and that's so scary because like, especially when everything, like meeting everyone right now is strictly like dating apps, um, unless you're outside. But like, the only time I remember outside is at fucking protests. So, and I don't want to meet anyone at a protest ever. Um, has anyone but, tried to approach you at a protest? Yes. Yeah? Yes. And I'm gonna guess it hasn't worked. I just don't want a protest like setting kind of like relationship because my whole life is consumed in activism and I don't want my relationship to be consumed with solely activism. Like I want mm-hmm. there to be a presence of activism, like, oh yeah, I know what's going on, but I don't want it to be like, babe, we're going to the front lines right now. Like I like every like because I don't know I'm trying to like explain it so it just like don't doesn't come off weird but I'm at the front I'm on the front lines every day and I'm not saying I wouldn't want my partner on the front lines um with me but like all the time it's like when will I come like when can I come to you and like how when can we just be and like not have to be oh front lines and then what date and then front lines and then date and like when do we have that time to just be like oh like just us healthy balance of things so would you not want to date an activist like somebody who's an activist to your capacity no I don't want to I feel like it would be very overwhelming for me I'm not saying I can be the only activist in the relationship but like I think I think it would just overwhelm me so bad because literally everything I do is activism and I don't want that to be activism it's kind of like it's kind of like when I go home, like I'm able to decompress at home because mm-hmm. my home isn't activism. Like my home is my sanctuary. And that's kind of how I want like my relationships to be. I want to be able to just like have that space to clear my mind when yeah. my mind is already cluttered for most of the day. Yeah. You want somebody who's going to understand and support what you're doing, but not necessarily like that person doesn't have to be there on the front lines with you every day, like, can help you kind of disconnect from everything that's happening all the time in person. Because it's, what you're doing is so emotionally and physically taxing that it's not, 
you know, you don't necessarily need your partner to go through that as well. Yeah, I applaud people who can do it, though. Like, there's many frontline relationships, and I don't know how they're doing it, um, because I feel like that would just drive me insane. Like, I would, I, f- I would feel like I have no solace um, besides... Oh, so there are, family. like, you have friends yeah, that you know? Are. Wow. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. I, I tell them all the time, like, I tell my friends, too, I'm just like, I can't do it an ap- an activist relationship, because... It's just, I don't know. It's just so much. Like I would like, I would like my partner to care, and my partner to be aware, and my partner to be like to know. But I wouldn't like them next to me every time on the front lines, um. Because also, like, what if we fall out? Like, I don't want to see you marching next to me, like as I'm yelling, "No justice, no peace." You know, like. <laughs> Like, I don't want to look over to my right, and now I'm, like, upset that you're next to me, and we're both chanting at this protest, you know? Yeah, you need to be in the right headspace to, like, lead thousands of people in protest. <laughs> you don't need your fucking ex to be like, next to you. <laughs> like, and worse, and worse, because you know people are devious. Like, God only knows that if we're both at a protest and they come with, like, a new person. Now I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Oh, my, like, I don't need that. That's also why I don't date around my neighborhood because I don't want to be walking to the pizza shop and then we bump into each other. Like, no, you can go live in um Bushwick and I'll be in Bedside. Like, like that's just. <laughs> Is there like a certain kind of guy you are attracted to or girl? You just yeah, recently am, came um, out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I know am... if you want to talk about that or not, but I I saw that recently. Yeah. Um, I I was with a girl last summer. And she was actually the first girl that made me like, whoa, like, she's so, she's so, well, they changed their pronouns now. Mm-hmm. They're so pretty and they're just, they're great. Um, but things went bad because I kind of got gaslighted out of liking them, not by them, but by other people. And so then our connection just like fell off, but we like rekindled like last month and they're just so great um but they also go through so much so I'm trying to give them space and mm-hmm. they're also poly now and I'm just I'm selfish like I don't like to share so I can't do the poly thing I don't um, think that's selfishness I think that's just like normal preference not not that being okay. poly is not normal it's just like preference you know preference, yeah I just feel like if you want to see other people fine but don't like let me invest and then be like, well, I'm going to go with that choice. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just threw me off guard. <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> like okay. Um, but I think I don't really have a type. Like, I've looked at all the past guys I've been with. I've been with um, black guys. I've been with white guys. I've been with Latinx guys. I haven't been with an Asian man yet. Um, but I don't. I don't really have a type. I just think whatever attracts me. It's like, well, they have to be good looking, of course, like because mm-hmm. I'm not ugly, so it's like we have to compliment each other. Facts. Um, they have, to, <laughs> yeah, they have to understand that I like I like to eat healthy, but I also like to eat, eat crappy too. Sometimes, um, they have to respect and not lie. And the same thing with girls, um, 
first of all, girls are just so much better looking than men. It's insane. Like, the, the, there's no comparison. Like, I don't, I'm, it makes no sense to me why women are just so much prettier than men. But honestly, it's the universe. It does make sense. I know, literally, um, Kiwi, if I had a choice, I would not be choosing to be attracted to straight men. Like, it's a curse. <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes literally no sense. You, have you seen those TikToks where people are like, God, I really hope my kid isn't straight? Like, Yeah, because like, it, women are so beautiful. And I'm really happy I have decided with myself that, that I also like women and men. Um, but right now, I think women are winning because men just continue to be disappointments and ugly. You have to choose one struggle. You can't be both. <laughs> I know. Men really do have the audacity to be truly both ugly and disappointing. <laughs> but at, at what point, like, did you feel, was it, was it something that was, like, building inside of you that you were like, okay, well, I feel like I have to come out? Like, do you, did you really feel like you had to come out? Because you, I saw that you had made a video, but, you know, I, I'm of the camp where it's, like, people shouldn't have to, like, have a formal coming out because you don't ask straight people to come out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think what made me was, like, the fact that I am an activist and so many people follow me. And not Instagram-wise, but, like, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I knew how inspiring it would be for other people to see and how many other people would feel represented by me more. Um, and I also just wanted to do something like I wanted to do it for myself as well, because it was something that I was holding off after I got manipulated. Um, I was just like, I was just like, um, never mind, like maybe not. And then to full circle, come back and be like with the same person. It was like, no, you like you do like, this is what you like. And fuck whatever whatever like so it felt really good to like get it out because I could be myself um and like my whole hundred percent and not like 85 like all of me mm-hmm. is outside now like like everyone knows all of me now well not really know but you know mm-hmm. did you have to like have a conversation with your parents about it like before you went like public so my mom my mom told me when I was like 17 that she didn't care if I like girls Mm -hmm. um but she just said it like out of the random I guess it was because I wasn't really like telling her like hey I'm talking to this guy I'm doing this with this guy Mm -hmm. I would just never tell my mom those things because I'm 17 like no mom I'm not coming to you um so my mom told me like I guess out of curiosity to see if I was messing with girls like it's okay if you like girls like I still love you blah 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 I was like well I don't like girls at that time I was like I don't like girls and like Mm -hmm. I like like boys and so I told my mom before I posted it like hey mom um I actually do like girls and I told her about the girl that I mean the person I was with um last summer and but I'm I was seeing them again and she was like well show me how they look like let me see how they look like you know it was just more so like show me a picture like I'm so happy for you so um yeah I didn't want to post it and my mom be like, wait, she didn't say anything to me first. Um, because I don't do everything for social media or for everyone else. So I wanted my mom to know like she comes first before anything 
in my life and so I told her first yeah and then I went to yeah I'm truly blessed that you had the support of her and that you could just like be like hey guess what you were right (laughs) like like whatever (laughs) like all this time (laughs) no that's like amazing and you're right I think anybody who looks at you and can see what you're doing and see that you're leading the way that you are like you do set an example for everybody who's gonna like who's somebody who might be potentially in your situation it's clear you're leading with a lot of like integrity and honesty so you know hopefully that is what you receive in whatever relationships you have going forward honestly same Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're like we're putting it out there um you know if anybody's listening right now and thinks you know it kiwi if your dms are open you know the dms are very much open i am i may have listed two people that i'm seeing but that does not mean i am strictly on them no so, because um, it's hot girl summer exactly i mean like we're all aware, right? Like, we're all aware that this is, like, anti-cuffing season. You need to be fucking out here. You w- that's, the, that's the goal. Please, girl. The fucking Savage Fenty photos. I, like... <laughs> I can't. I actually cannot. I'm, like... I'm, like, running out of ideas, though. Like, I just got my new package, and I'm, like, what the fuck does Rihanna want from me? you know like Rihanna fucking showed up to your protest what are you talking about I'm so mad I was breathing the same exact air pollution as Rihanna and didn't know didn't know no but if you knew you would have been in your head you would have been like I probably wouldn't have even been able to speak and um (laughs) she knows my name she knows my name because literally someone was like Kiara Williams like the person who was like um introducing me like said my name and then people were just, like, yelling my name, saying, I love you so much. And I was just like, wait, wait, Rihanna heard that. And also, some of my friends were, like, yelling at the crowd, like, y'all need to be more louder and, like, have more energy. And, like, was basically yelling at Rihanna and telling her to do more. It all processed so funny. Like, oh she's, she's sneaky. She did that. We end every episode with something we called shots. So... It's rapid fire, this or that questions. So. Oh my God. Okay. I'm ready. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. Work hard or play hard? Work hard. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Dine out or delivery? Dine out. Laundry or dishes? Laundry. TikTok or Instagram? Ooh, TikTok. Money or fame? Money. Coke or Pepsi? Oh my god, I thought you meant the drug. (laughs) Yeah, cocaine or Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) Choose one. (laughs) Water. (laughs) Spicy or mild? Spicy. Favorite, what's your favorite season? Spring. (laughs) <laughs> what would you rate yourself out of 10 oh my god on a good day i'm literally like a 10 but on a bad day i'm like a 4.2 a a <laughs> please <laughs> on, a bad, on a bad day i 
I plummet. Like, I hope people, like, I try not to let anyone see me on my bad days because it is ugly. Like, I mean, hair not done, no makeup on, like, fully in the same outfit I woke up in at 7 p.m. Um, Look, but it's okay. Somebody, because we, somebody's going to love you. They're going to love every part of you. They got to yes. take it all. And we do they have bad take, days. We do have bad days. You got to take 10 and you got to take 4.2. Yeah. What is your drink of choice? A margarita. What's your favorite song at the moment? Be Your Girl, Kate Chinata Remix. And if you had a boat, what would you name it? Damn, why can I think so fast? Anti-capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> yes! All right. Well, Kiwi, thank you so much for being on. Can you tell everybody where they can find you? You can find me on my Instagram at it's Kiara Williams, I-T-S-K-I-A-R-A-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S. Or Tinder or Hinge, because I may still be on it. She might still be out there. And your organization. Go ahead and plug it. Oh, am I? Wait, no. Do not find me on my organization at all. (laughs) (laughs) But this is my organization if you want to support Warriors in the Garden. Warriors in the Garden. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I, like, don't want anyone DMing my Instagram, my my organization. Like, Yeah, um, yeah. Don't fucking DM Warriors in the Garden. We're just saying go support Warriors in the Garden. Mm-hmm. Go show up to protest. Go put your money where your mouth is mm-hmm. and support black people, black women, and activists, black trans people, everybody in yep. Libya, please. Yep. Yep. And then also just slide in Kiwi's DMs if you're feeling yeah. it. Men and women, welcome. Men and women, welcome. And if you're white, you don't have to worry. Like, I don't hate all white people, but as long as you're not racist, and as long as you don't have racist family members, and as long as you understand your privilege, we're good. We're good. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, Kiwi, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you, Ariana.